Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. I'm just going to wait a few seconds here to get some people online, and then we'll go forward with a quick little video just to um, update you on what's going on, what we're trying to do, and the excitement that is counting down um, in six days and I think 11 hours. And so it's going to be uh, pretty exciting here over the next week, especially when we are counting down to how much money we the people have fundraised over the past three months, which um, we're going to make a statement, which is fantastic. We're excited, but we have big, big goals, obviously, and this is just the beginning, but that's one thing that you're getting with me um, and with our campaign, with your run for governor, is you have a leader that would rather throw a rock at the moon and hit the eagle than throw a rock at the eagle and hit the ground. I dream big, and if I come up a little short, sorry, somebody's just trying to call. If I come up a little short, that's okay, but we're going to continue to move this thing forward in the direction that it needs to move, okay? So I want to share with you a story, number one, a history lesson, uh, number two, a personal story, and then we're going to hammer down with the fundraising call to action I'm going to do with all of you. All right, so a lot of you probably aren't familiar with this story, but before 1954, before Roger Bannister um, broke the sub four minute mile run. It was thought in society. It was actually believed that if a human being ran a mile underneath four minutes, that their body would give out and their heart would explode. So that was the fear that was put in the society. That was the belief system that our society built. That if any person ever ran a mile underneath that four minutes, they would die. So you can only imagine how many people did not even try to do that because in the back of their mind, whether they believe it or not, there was that little bit of doubt. Like if I run this thing under four minutes, I may die. So that's what our society kind of bred, kind of like what we went through over this past year with the fear mongering that our corporate media and our elected officials did to all of us with a virus, which we have well over a 99% chance of surviving if infected. And they're still trying to do it, trying to fear us in the next Delta variant. And every, and it's just, it's constantly fear, fear, fear. Okay. But let's rewind back to this gentleman named Roger Bannister. He finally broke the mile in under four minutes on May 6th, 1954. Okay. He didn't die. Weird. Just like most of us out there who have gotten COVID you didn't die. Weird, right? So here's what I want to point out, though. After he did this, he expanded consciousness. He expanded what was possible to humans across the earth. And so within weeks, the second person to break the four-minute mark was John Landy. So do you think it was a coincidence that he did it just weeks after Roger Bannister? Because it only took one. One, to expand the consciousness of human society. One person to stand up and actually do it. And that's why I've told you ever since the beginning, the power of one can lead to the power of many. Since that date on 1954, there has been over 1,400 people, even high school athletes, who have ran the mile under four minutes. And so that's the power of what happens when you take a stand. That's a power of what happens when you decide to think outside the box and just do it and take the action steps and be, and be the blaze trailer, right? Or blaze the trail for other people. 
And so that's in essence what our campaign is doing right now. Okay, so let me fast forward to my personal story with some of the things that was said to me when I was in high school. So as a freshman in high school, I was a pretty good athlete. I wasn't fantastic. I had to work for everything that I've ever accomplished, but I was an okay athlete. I was average. I was 148, maybe 152 pounds soaking wet as a freshman. And I remember my dad coming to me and say, son, you know, what do you want to concentrate on? We know that you love basketball, football, and baseball, but which one do you want to concentrate on? Which one do you want to play college at? And I was like, well, I love football, dad. And he's like, all right, well, you're 150 pounds, son. You're, and you're like a wet noodle. So if you're going to play at the division one level, you're going to have to gain weight. You're going to have to bust your butt in the gym and do whatever everybody else won't do during the summers and the off season and everything else. And I'm like, I'm all in right. As a freshman, uh, 14 years of age, I was excited, like, I'm going to play Division I football. Here we go. So I went to school. Now, the, in the history of our school at the time, Onset, Michigan, there's never been anybody at that time to go and play Division I football on a full athletic scholarship. It just never happened. And so I went to school as a 5-foot 10, 5-foot 11, 150-pound little noodle, and I told everybody that I was going to play Division I football. You can understand that a lot of people laughed at me. All right. They made fun of me and they said, Garrett, look, you're, you're too short. You're too slow. Um, you're, you're not big enough and you're the wrong color. That's what people told me. And so I went home and my head held my, my head down, you know, because just I was expecting a lot of support, which wasn't there. But I went home to my dad and I had a really good mentor. Dr. Plentz said, Garrett, whatever you put your mind to, you can achieve. So you just put your head down, you grind, you outwork. You, you keep doing what you need to do. You always do it right and good things will happen. So that's what I did over the next four years in high school is I just busted my butt. Those of you who know me that went to high school with me saw me at the track during the summers running. I would run up hills with tires behind me. I was in the gym. I was eating over 6,000 calories a day. So as I started to get a little bigger, I gained about 20 pounds a year, natural weight um, by working my butt off. There started to be rumors out there and rumors would be like Garrett's on steroids, Garrett's cheating and all these other things. And that is one thing that what success does, folks, and you have to understand that when you're successful, the haters are going to come out there and hate and the haters are going to spread all this noise. And thank goodness we didn't have social media back then. I'm sorry to be the old guy, but that's what they do. Now, I was able to achieve my goal and I earned a Division One scholarship to play at Western Michigan University. But my point is, is this. We're doing something big as we the people. We're doing something that pretty much has never been done before with how we have come into this race and what has happened in the past. So we're blazing a new trail. So we're in a lot of unknowns and we're having really, really great success. We've already had great success over this past year. What, what, would, what we have done with being the movement, right? We are holding the rallies and supporting these restaurants and supporting these kids and doing the Unlock Michigan petition and constantly standing up and constantly calling out the governor. I mean, we have a lot, a lot of um, experience over the past year of what we've been able to do as we the people. Now that we're running for governor, now we're starting to have success. And now that we're starting to state that we're going to be the shock herd around the world, especially when we announce our fundraising, you can already see that people who are up against us, they do not like our movement having success. So the hate comes out and the noise comes out and the rumors come out. But you know what's funny about all that noise and all that hate and all those rumors? There's never any facts on anything that they ever say. Because if you ask them to prove the things that they're saying about our campaign, all you hear is crickets. Now, why do you think that? All right. 
So those are the things that you have to understand what we're trying to create right now. What we're trying to do is pretty much never been done. I've been the underdog my entire life. That's exactly where I want to be. I've said this time and time again. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight inside the dog. And you're getting a pit bull with me. And so people out there that are hating on us, people out there that are criticizing us, people out there that are spreading hate and rumors and a bunch of noise, that's okay. That allows all of us to know that we're doing it right, that we're getting things done. So don't attack those people. Don't try to prove to them what we're trying to do. Let them go out there and spread the rumors and spread their hate. Do not converse with them. Do not even give them the platform, the energy to see that they're even relevant. So just allow them to hate. We're going to continue with this movement in a nonviolent, positive way, and we're going to do what's right. And that's what I want to inspire all of you to do. And that's what you joined up to be. I'm always going to go off of 11th commandment of Ronald Reagan. Thou shalt not talk poorly about any other Republican candidate. I will attack policy. I will attack Governor Whitmer's policy. But I'm not going to allow this movement to evolve into like what politics was. That's not us, folks. We're better than that. And we are going to make a statement with everything that we're doing, especially in six days 11 hours when we release our fundraising. You are all going to be excited. The establishment are going to go, oh, because we, the people, are going to prove to them and the liberal elites that we are not going anywhere. And we are going to be in this thing to the very end. And we are going to win the primary. And then we're going to hold this governor accountable. And I will hold her accountable on the debate stage. And we, the people, will finally have our voices be heard as we take back our state in November 2022, folks. That's what we are going to do. And it's going to be glorious. It's going to be fantastic. And our campaign, our run for governor, will be the shock heard around the world. I guarantee it. So let the establishment have who they handpicked to represent them. That's fine. Allow them to have all the corporate media attention right now. We'll get through this little honeymoon phase, but we are always, always, always going to continue to be transparent, consistent, right? Always do what's right as we move forward. And we are going to take those attacks and I will take those arrows on both sides. Folks, I have a thicker skin. It doesn't bother me. But all I know is the more energy and negative energy that comes at our campaign and comes at me personally, I just smile and anchor in into my heart and soul that we are doing something unbelievable and we are on the right track. So that's what I want you to remember. That's what I want you to anchor in. Because I've always, always said this. We are always going to give you up-to-date, accurate, and truthful information. I will always be transparent, always do what's right, always tell you the truth about anything that comes up, good or bad, because we, the people, deserve the truth in every aspect of life, okay? So we have six days, 11 hours left to reach our big goal. We are trying to raise another $40,000 in the next six days. And you're like, oh my gosh, $40,000. Think about it like this. Our videos usually get anywhere from 10,000, 15,000, sometimes 2,000, depending on what platform that we're on, views. If we get 2,000 people over the next six days and 11 hours to donate just $20, just $20 a piece, if 2,000 of you do that, we will overcome that goal and we will hammer down and we will really make a statement next week. But we are trying to raise. $40,000 in six days and 11 hours. And we need your help. 
We need your help. And I know a lot of you have donated. I support and I appreciate, and I just can't tell you enough how much our, our team appreciates you guys who have donated. And a lot of you have donated a lot, but I'm talking to the people who haven't donated yet. You have to be involved in this campaign. That's the only way that we make a statement. Without the support of we the people, we are dead in the water. This is a purely grassroots movement. So we need everybody to be engaged. And so if you're having some hesitancy on, man, man, I don't know if I want to donate to, to any campaign ever. I want you to just understand and reflect back to what has happened over this past year to you. When you had your constitutional freedoms, your sacred values and your citizens' rights taken away from you, all because of what's called political science and polling data. You know, if this was really, really true, what happened to us, that this virus had teeth and it was going to kill 10 percent of Americans. That's 30 million Americans, by the way. And if it really is wiping our society, we all would have chose to do what was right. We all would have chose to do what was responsible. We do and never, ever, ever need an elected official to mandate anything to tell us what we should do. That's called big government. And that's what we're up against. And that's what we are against, folks. And that's one thing that we have learned over this past year is big government has to get out of our everyday lives and it is in it is in basically penetrated every level of our lives and we have to start the conversation to get it out but i want you to reflect back on what this past year has done to you what has done to your business what has done to your place of work i know a lot of people out there are fighting these mandates at work right now what this has done to your children that's the one thing I've been very passionate about ever since the beginning is I was always looking out for the children of what was going to happen to them because I saw the narrative and I saw that their experiences were going to get taken away, that their opportunities were going to get diminished and their dreams were going to get in squash. And it's funny, Michigan is one of the few states that allowed this to happen. There were other states doing it as normal and these kids didn't have those things taken away. But we have in the state of Michigan an elected official that continues with this narrative Right. And they're trying to sweep it underneath the rug like it never happened. I'm not going to let it go. So I want you to reflect back over this past year. And what does that mean to you? Do we ever want this to happen again? No. So we must join together and we all have to put some skin in the game to make sure that this never happens again. And that's why I'm asking all of you to help us be the shock herd around the world. We need your help. If 2,000 of you out there just donate $20. You're going to allow us to make a statement, to especially to the establishment and to the liberal elites, that we're here to stay. And then you're going to see the amount of attention our campaign will get. Because when we release that fundraising, everybody's buttholes out there are going to pucker about what we've been able to accomplish in just three months with fundraising. Just three months. And they're going to pucker about everything that we've been able to accomplish this past year with starting these groups, organizing people, organizing protests, organizing rallies, supporting these small restaurants, supporting and organizing the Unlock Michigan 1945 repeal that's going to get through the legislature, hopefully in the next 10 days. And we're standing up for these kids and we're pushing on these school boards in a nonviolent, positive way to empower parents to do more. You can see the ripple effect. And you all are a part of that. And that's how special this is. And that's how serious I take it. Because what candidate for governor was ever getting things done before they were in the office? And that's what I'm bringing to the table. And that's what we're going to bring in the table in the next several weeks when we start the Unlock Michigan 2 campaign, which is going to go after the unilateral power of the health department so they can quit hammering down on our schools. They can quit hammering down on our places of business. They can quit hammering down on the owners because that's where the ultimate why is. 
We must stand up, but we must fix the why. Anything else is just going to be noise. We have to get into the why this has happened because I'm telling you right now, and I've been 100% spot on on my narrative ever since the beginning, 100%, I'm batting a 1,000, is you wait until the next COVID variant or flu comes into schools this fall or this winter. You watch how quick they start mandating things again. So I see all these school systems say, hey, yeah, the health department says they recommend. So the schools aren't going to enforce it. And everybody's celebrating right now. No mass mandate. No, no medical procedure mandates. We get to go back as normal in person until it happens again in the fall or the, or the winter with the next COVID variant or flu. And you watch how many people go right back to the definition of freaking insanity this past year. I'm calling it out. And you all know that I'm right. So this is your opportunity to, to make a statement to help us not only win this spot, win this primary, win that seat. And if I'm blessed to be your leader of this great state, you know me. I'll do it to the best of my ability. And I will always, always represent all of you. So to all the haters out there, haters going to hate. Keep hating. It doesn't matter. You're not stopping this unbelievable locomotive from moving forward because the power of the people is behind it. And that's one thing you have all taught me over this past year and a half is my goodness gracious. When you focus people, when you give them a goal, when you give them a vision and we all come together to get it done, magic happens. And that's why every single one of you out there are part of this movement. This is your run for governor. This is your campaign. I am just an expression of all of you. Click on the link in the description of this video. Donate what you can. Allow us to hammer down on that $40,000 goal here in the next six days, 11 hours, so you can help us be the shock herd around the world. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. Hold on, because it's about to get awesome. I'll talk to you all soon.